Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to your week-ending edition of The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Friday, the 15th of October. Today, the NRL bids goodbye to an immortal, the Spring Carnival ramps up this weekend, and the WBBL gets off to a shortened start. But first... On yesterday's scorecard, I told you about the Australian Test team's problem areas ahead of this summer's Ashes series. I got 99 problems. Actually, there's really only two problems. Who will open the batting with David Warner and who will bat at number five? A double ton from South Australian batsman Travis Head in the Marsh Cup earlier this week has likely answered the question about the number five spot, but David Warner's opening partner still remains unsettled. And the problem just got that little bit more difficult to crack. And first run for Will Pukowski. 23-year-old Will Pukowski was dubbed a cricket prodigy in his teenage years and having already made his test debut in January this year against India, it's kind of been expected that Will would be the first name on the Aussie batting lineup for some years to come. But Will has one major problem. You're not if you have a concussion. Cricket Victoria has confirmed that last week during training, Pukowski suffered a concussion after being hit in the head while receiving throwdowns in the nets. Pukowski suffered delayed symptoms the following day and they're yet to pass completely. But what makes this such a scary proposition for the young man is that at the age of 23, this is believed to be his 10th concussion. Another one. So while Justin Lang will be working hard to find an alternative opening partner for Warner for the Ashes, for now, Pukowski's only concern should be on his recovery. And while we're talking cricket... The WBBL kicked off last night when the Sydney Sixers took on the Melbourne Stars. Why does it always rain on me? Yeah. The weather had no sense of occasion last night after a massive downpour in Hobart, but thankfully the rain eventually eased and the game was able to be played, even if it was reduced to 11 overs per side. After winning the toss, the Sixers sent the Stars into bat and Elise Villani made them pay. Shot! What a shot from Villani! Villani's 54 not out from 31 deliveries set up the Stars' total of 99, with the Sixers needing 100 even to win. So, enter Alyssa Healy. Oh, my word. There's a half century to remember. Lisa Healy. Not to be outdone, Healy smoked a half century off just 24 balls, helping guide her team to a six-wicket win with four deliveries remaining. He's hoping when the Renegades take on the Hurricanes tomorrow, we get to see a full 20 overs. Oh, it's horse riding time, all right. The Spring Carnival has begun, and this weekend it kicks up a couple of notches with two of the biggest races on the calendar. Sets, and they're racing in the Caulfield Cup. Saturday at 5.15, it's the other cup, the Caulfield Cup, at, unsurprisingly, Caulfield Racecourse. For the novices out there, the Caulfield is a Group 1 race run over 2,400 metres and has been run since 1879. But you're so old. Yes, it is. It's one of the oldest races on the Australian calendar, and tomorrow's cup has big ramifications for the Melbourne Cup too, because the same horse is currently favourite for both races. Incentivise will jump the favourite in the Caulfield Cup tomorrow, and if successful, it could go very close to achieving the elusive cup double in the race that stops the nation on the first Tuesday in November. Don't worry, Sydney, we haven't forgotten about you. Don't you forget about me. Because if Melbourne's got a big race on, Sydney needs to have a big race on too. Can't have the Southern Cousins hogging the limelight. Here he comes! The Sikh legend storms to the front and kicked away the grey flag. 
Ash is now an Everest legend. The Everest, the world's richest race on turf, a race created by Racing New South Wales, pretty much to try and take attention away from the Victorian racing schedule, is on tomorrow at Royal Randwick at 2pm. And according to the man who created the race, Racing New South Wales boss Peter Volandis, the Everest is succeeding in attracting new fans to the racetrack. This week I you know, normally get phone calls from people looking for tickets, but I've got uh, phone calls looking for tickets for their kids, their 18 and 19 year old <laughs> yeah. kids, which is, yeah. a, which is a great thing. So yeah. this is their race and it's, it's now the second biggest wagering race in Australia on the New South Wales TAB and only the Melbourne Cup beats it. But I, you know, over time we'll, we'll catch them. And while it seems that Nature Strip and last year's winner Classic Legend are the favourites for the race, Frankly, I don't know the arse end of a horse from the front. So, while we've got Peter Handy, let's find out who he thinks might win the 1,200-metre sprint. Look, I think the speed's going to be on in front um, with, with Nature Strip. I think something's going to come from behind, which is Mask Crusader or the last year's Winnipeg Seek Legend. I think they're the two that I think will win. Um, so now that I've jinxed both of those, you probably better look at the other two. <laughs> This week was meant to be a celebration for the game of rugby league with the announcement of Brisbane's second team, the Dolphins, officially set to enter the competition in 2023. But yesterday, the game suffered a significant loss. The rugby league community is today mourning one of its greatest ever players. Norm Proven has died aged 89. Proven is a rugby league immortal, an honour bestowed on only 13 of the game's greatest ever players. His record of 10 consecutive premierships with the St George Dragons from 1956 to 1966 will never be replicated. And tributes have poured in for the man whose likeness will forever adorn the NRL Premiership trophy. Yes, it certainly is an extremely sad day. He was uh, arguably the most uh, respected uh, rugby league identity uh, in the history of the game. Um, Many people believe that uh, he was the guy that was the success behind uh, the St George Dragons through their golden period. Of course, uh, when he was involved in 10 of the 11 grand finals uh, with St George, he was a wonderful figure and always had time for the younger people that came up and wanted to spend time uh, with the team or with him personally. The King Wally Lewis sharing his thoughts and memories of Proven. And while we could dedicate this whole episode to the outpourings of Proven, I'll finish with a specially made package voiced by fellow back rower Mark Geyer. Norm Sticks Proven, one of the greatest rugby league players of all time and a Dragons legend. Norm Proven was Mr St George. He was captain coach. He was the inspiration. Alongside his little mate Arthur Summons, Norm Proven is immortalised on the NRL Premiership Trophy. To have the the trophy named after us now that we play for is uh, unbelievable. A beautiful man off the field but bloody tough on it. Proven stood for everything that made rugby league great. Ten consecutive premierships. Say it again, ten consecutive premierships with the Dragons between 1956 and 1965. Five of them as a player coach and rugby league's 13th immortal. Anticipating full time, the overflow crowd moves onto the field as St George are within 20 yards of South Line. Referee Pierce signals the finish of play and St George win 12-8. In a year where we lost Bobby Fulton, we lose another legend. Rest in peace, Sticks. And that is your fast, fun hit of sport to wrap up another week. I'm Liam Flanagan. Enjoy your weekend. I'll catch you Monday for another edition of The Scorecard. Listener.